on Life to the Flow podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm excited to chat with you today. And I thought I would lighten things up a little bit because I feel like it's been a little heavy lately. If you are one of those every podcast listeners, I get that a lot of people just flip through and find something that sounds good or looks good. Uh, So welcome back if you're doing that today. But if you've been listening right along, I feel like lately it's been a little bit heavy on the you should do this, you shouldn't do that, etc. And maybe I'm just feeling that way a little bit because of social media too. Uh, I struggle with that. I think a lot of you guys do because I know a lot of you are getting off social media more and more as we do our challenges. And with one-on-one clients, I have a lot who have transitioned off and it's interesting. But one thing I just is hitting me more and more lately, I don't know if it's, I think I'm just being sensitive to it, but is like the constant, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. Like everything, everyone's opinions are just so loud in your face. (laughs) And I never want to be that for you. So hopefully when you're listening and hanging out, you can take it with a grain of salt that, okay, this is Brittany's opinion or Brittany's expertise, but there's, you know, a lot of different opinions or things, or you can take something from it. It doesn't have to be done to a T, all that jazz. So today's episode is just a little bit lighter. I just want to share five things that I am loving right now, and I have done this a couple times in the past. I hope it's not redundant because I did not go back and look, but I figured it's been so long that hopefully these are kind of newer things (laughs) that I am into right now. It is uh, February as I record this, and it will be February when it comes out. So I'm in the middle of winter in upstate New York, and so nothing has to do with being outside, actually, although we've still been trying to get outside a lot. And uh, yeah, so I feel like it definitely has that vibe of wintry kind of things. So anyways, thanks for hopping in with me as always, and really I need to take a second to thank you for your reviews. I just had a couple more come in over the weekend, and the last one I read literally made me cry. (laughs) Somebody sent me a very nice voice message message on Instagram and everything too, so thank you for letting me know when you appreciate something, and especially those of you who have left reviews. I'm thinking about doing like a month of where, maybe next month, because the podcast, it's the two-year anniversary of it, so maybe I'll um, read some of those reviews on the air. I don't want to bore you either, but it, they I really just want you to know I do read all of them, and it really means a lot to me, so I appreciate it. Okay, so five things I'm loving right now. The first one is fermented foods, and I've talked about einkorn, I know, to death, and I think I've talked about sourdough on here too, uh, but I've been listening to more and more podcasts and delving more into how good fermented foods can be for your gut health, and super interesting to me, and a lot of nutritionists say that we should have at least one serving of fermented foods daily. Really interesting rabbit hole to go down if you are feeling like that, but um, it, there's just always so many different opinions on this as well. Speaking of, you know, things yelling at you from all angles, I've definitely heard from people who think you should never have any gluten in your diet or you should never have any dairy or yes, you should have gluten, but you have to soak it first or yes, you can have dairy, but only raw or never raw or whatever. So there's a lot of opinions and a lot of different schools of thought on this, but I've been thinking, finding it very the research and the why behind fermented foods, very cool. So I have zero experience with this, really. We did not grow up eating sourdough or sauerkraut or any of those things. So how we're starting to dabble in it, how I've been dabbling, is by using sourdough starter in a lot of recipes and um, doing sour bread 
sourdough bread a little bit as well. A friend gave me her starter. Thank you so much. And this one's been kicking it to do bread. My other one really was not strong enough to be doing bread. So that's been cool. We've also been using kefir then. And I've just been buying kefir and putting it in muffins, pancakes. Like I'm trying to ease myself and my family into this. Because I know my palate was not primed for sour foods, and I figure theirs is not going to be either. But introducing it in this way, especially, I mean, just mixing a baked good, no one has noticed. I have not noticed. My family's not noticed. Like, obviously, I know because it's in there. But I'll ask my husband after and be like, did you think that tasted weird? Or like, how were the muffins today? He's like, oh, super good. And they're really masked in there. So I haven't tried sauerkraut yet because I feel like I have a bad idea in my head of the last time I've tried that like nothing bad happened but I just remember not liking it so (laughs) it was not like I got sick off it or something but I just remember not liking it so I'm kind of saving that one up but I've been just buying the kefir and I found out that it's like really easy to make which a lot of you listening are probably making it yourself already and it has a lot of um you know part of the idea behind uh, fermented foods is the probiotics in them and keeping like your good bacteria in your gut and promoting a healthy uh, bacteria in your gut. So that's why a lot of times, you know, if you're on antibiotics, a doctor will tell you to have yogurt during it so that you, you know, because an antibiotic can kill good bacteria as well. So they want you to bring good bacteria back into the environment. And kefir, sauerkraut, all these things are supposed to be good for that. So I'm going to look into now making my own kefir. Again, if, if you do make it, like, let me know. And from what I've heard, you can just buy the kefir grains and you add milk to it and they multiply. (laughs) So this is like mind blowing to me because I have no, again, like background of this. So uh, I'm excited to continue on in this. But right now I'm really loving at least baking with kefir, even though I am not making it yet and just dabbling in more sourdough things. So number two, If I haven't talked about this yet, I believe I've mentioned them just in passing in episodes. I need to pause my episode and go listen to theirs because this podcast is so good. Uh, Poco a Poco is the podcast. It is run by Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, and I love it. It is super sound theology. It's very motivating, and it kind of pairs with my number four, so I'll talk about it when I get to that. But um, they're just really... A, real, a really great listen. And I'll be honest too, when I started getting into podcasts, I really liked a podcast that was um, three males <laughs> and it was a fitness podcast. I won't recommend it because it's super, like a lot of the content is super raunchy, which is why I stopped listening. But uh, they had really good fitness knowledge on there. And that's one of the first podcasts I ever found. And it was right after I had Josh. I was a stay-at-home mom for the first time and had this little baby and just missed like listening to adults if if it wasn't me in an adult conversation just even getting to like listen to one so I started listening to that podcast which I'm not gonna again send you to but I really liked the combination of three so it's funny when I even decided to do this podcast I'm like you know what I really wish it was three people because I just think three is such a great number hosting wise two is also fun but uh the three just is a great it's just I, for the listener. I think it's a great listener experience. But anyways, now this Poco Poco podcast, they always have at least three. Typically, I think a couple of them they've had two. But they mentioned it the one day on their podcast. We're like, three is just the great number. I'm like, it is. It is the best one to, to listen to. So I appreciate all of you who continue to listen, even though most of the time it is just me. But I uh, will have some more 
fun things coming up for you with other guests. And I love when I can have my husband on. But anyways, schedule wise, I'm doing it in the nooks and crannies of the kids sleeping. So you mostly just get me. But Poco a Poco is fun to listen to because it's usually two or three of these Franciscan friars. And it is it always leaves you with something to think about. And it's very relatable. Even though they're friars, there's so much I can take away from it that I can apply immediately in my life. So it's been awesome. My husband and I also have been watching some of them on YouTube because maybe I have talked about this because now I'm getting deja vu about this. <laughs> but yeah, we've been watching some of theirs as well, which is the same thing as the podcast. But if you'd rather watch it, I guess um, that's an option. So I will leave it at that, but definitely add it to your library to subscribe I, they have no idea about me or that I would be saying that, but it's a really, <laughs> they're going to be a good addition to your 2022. Okay. Number three of five things I'm loving right now is actually surprisingly smoothies for breakfast. And I'm just sharing that with you because I tend to tell you what is the current thing that I'm eating or doing. And this is just weird because it's usually my summer thing. I usually am very seasonal with this and do smoothies in the summer and then overnight oats in the winter or hot oats in the winter. But ever since I had Judah, who is now six months old, I cannot like get myself to make something more extensive than a smoothie in the morning. And I'm just out of the habit of prepping the overnight oats and they don't really sound good to me anymore right now. Maybe my taste buds have kind of changed a little bit after having them too. Those of you who have had babies, I'm sure you've gone through that where some things like you liked when you were pregnant. Maybe that's why. I think I had a lot of it when I was pregnant. And then you don't want it afterwards. So I'm on a big smoothie kick and it's super basic. I Everyone always wants to know <laughs> what I put in smoothies, but I don't change it up that much. This is why I think it's funny when people are like, I can't eat the same thing every day. I'm like, I literally eat the same thing every day, at least, you know, with some staples. So my smoothie looks like a frozen banana, almond milk, protein powder, peanut butter, um, frozen spinach, a couple of ice cubes, and ground flaxseed. And then I just blend it all up and enjoy it. But I just love the combo of chocolate peanut butter. So this is my typical go-to. I will mix it up sometimes and do vanilla protein with blueberries and then like a cashew or almond butter. But right now this is doing great. Peanut butter is the cheaper of the nut butters. So I go with that. And yeah, it takes a couple seconds to mix it up and then I'm totally full to lunch. I don't have, this is just very, again, uh, like indicative of the season I'm in because I don't have a lot of time to be having a mid-morning snack. So it just is working out. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's what I'm doing. Number four is, this is going to shock some of you. You might fall out of your chair if you're sitting down. If you're standing, just look out. You're going to fall right over. But actually, I have been loving taking a weekend long run. And yeah, if you've listened to this podcast about you know that I never talk about doing cardio because I don't, or if I do, if cardio gets a mention on the show, it's usually how much I don't like doing it. But I have gone, you know, I think things are so seasonal and I think it's cliche to say that, but it's true. And there have been times in my life when I've done longer races and I've really enjoyed the training for it because you just get that like catharsis from going on a long run and getting to hash out things that have been bubbling up inside you all week long. And you just get a space to think and then to like dump it or process what you need to and then move on. And I wasn't going to share it on the podcast until I actually do it because I there actually is science to back up the fact that if you tell people something, 
before you've accomplished it, then you don't get as much satisfaction when you accomplish it. Or a lot of people then don't actually meet the goal because they already got, you already get some satisfaction from telling people you're planning to do something. So, and then there's, of course, other people that'll say, you should tell everyone so you're held accountable to it. But the moral of the story is I signed up for a race at the end of summer and I'm not going to go into duration or any of that stuff. I've in my life have ran a half marathon and I've run a full marathon and I've done Spartan races, but I have not raced in forever. I've done any kind of race. Uh, The last one I did, I think, was an obstacle race with my sisters when Josh was like one and a half. So and he's going to be five in May. So I've not trained for anything in a long time. I was going to do a Spartan race with one of my sisters when I got pregnant with Judah. So we didn't do it. And then COVID made all the races weird and like canceled and or just weird regulations around them. So I am back in it because when I was pregnant with Judah, I spent a lot of time reading books about people doing inspiring things and getting them done and going for it. And I really was like, you know what? I just want to do something hard for the sake of doing something hard. And this was just the most convenient one to fit into my life. It is a road race. It's not a Spartan race. Just not trail, not anything. It's literally pavement, and which is usually my least favorite kind of thing. But ladies, again, the only reason I signed up for this particular one is because it's convenient. It's conducive to my life right now. I don't have to travel for it. It's right in my like hometown kind of a thing. And I don't have to take a lot of time away from my family. It doesn't cost a lot of money. It just works. And so that is the hard thing I decided to do. But for it, my wonderful husband is giving me those couple hours on the weekend to go for a long run and which is awesome and we try to do that for each other he was training for a big race like two or three summers ago so he did that all summer and then last summer he did a Spartan race with my uh with our brothers in law so he was doing that last summer too and that's cool and then when I'm pregnant I sit there like oh man I wish I was training for something so I'm like Brittany you are not pregnant this summer let's do it And so far, I am only two long runs in, but I absolutely love it for that reason. Like, I love getting out of the house, even in the winter. My run this past weekend was, it was 10 degrees. And I loved just, again, the mental aspect of going and then coming back and just the amazing high after it of, and I actually already week two looked forward to it. Week one, I was nervous because I didn't know how I was going to do. I haven't run in forever. I don't have the right shoes. I literally wore trail running shoes to run on pavement. And I just was like, this is going to be terrible because I haven't done any kind of cardio in so long. And then by the second run, by last weekend, I was looking forward to it when it came time for my run. And again, I'm making it work in the time that I have. I ideally like to run in the morning. I had to run in the afternoon that day and I still was looking forward to it. So that's awesome. Kudos to all of you who are out there doing long form cardio of, you know, biking it out, running it out. Because I've heard that from a lot of you. I have a lot of clients who like to leave one like endurance cardio day in there just be, for the mental benefits. And I can totally get behind that. So that's where we're at. Number five of what I'm loving right now, because my baby is definitely up from nap, is a book called Theology of Home 2. So there's definitely a Theology of Home 1. And that one focused more on elements of the home. And this one, Theology of Home 2, I think my husband got me for Christmas. Somebody got me for Christmas. And it is more focused on what the homemaker's disposition is. And it's just really good. I think a lot of times you enjoy a book because it speaks to where you're at right now. And I think that a lot of it is just hitting home with me of like, Yes, you don't have to look for outside 
markers of success. You don't have to like look around for other things to do. Like you are, your work in the home is so valuable and it is affecting those around you and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm really enjoying that book and I'm only, I think like midway through it, I'm going through it really slowly because it's just one to savor and take in. So again, no affiliation with those ladies at all. Um, I would love to get to chat with them one day, but I just really love their book. So figured I would give that a little shout out on here too, because a lot of you are in my similar space and we go through the same, I'm sure, obstacles and, you know, mind traps of like, I know it's great to be home with my kids, but I feel like I'm drowning sometimes. Like, but aren't I wasting this gift or whatever? It's a really like reality check on that of what God, you know, is calling us to if you believe that's what God is calling you to. So there I have it for you, my lighthearted episode today. So expect me to give you a hard hitting one next time. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love getting to chat with you ladies. Thank you so much for listening. Email me anytime at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com or message me on Instagram, fitmomlifetothefullest. And yeah, until then, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.